Hey, we kicked off a brand new series last weekend about the Holy Spirit. And my question is, what is the benefit to have the Holy Spirit? I want to talk, what is the benefit to have the Holy Spirit? I want to give you a little bit background of my life uh, because I was brought up Catholic, actually. My parents we went to the Catholic Church for many, many years. I know a lot about Mary and all the saints um, from the Catholic Church, but the Holy Spirit was for me just a longer weekend. And I had no clue why in the world we have a longer weekend. I heard that the Holy Spirit came, but I never had any clue about the Holy Spirit. When I got saved when I was 18 years, I had a good friend. He's a, a hyper-charismatic guy. Have you ever met a hyper-charismatic guy? Those people are friendly but weird, <laughs> right? I don't judge, but they're weird. <laughs> but you know, people, they're weird with the Holy Spirit. They're also weird without the Holy Spirit. They are just the way they are. And they always told me, when you want to have the Holy Spirit, you have to let go. You let go your ideas, your plan, because he needs space and room in your life. And I'm a very practical Swiss guy. I love to plan. I have some ideas and I'm very smart. And they said, no, you have to let go. The Holy Spirit does whatever he wants to do in your life. And I was always afraid because say, Holy Spirit, here, here I am. He will send me to, to the coldest place on planet Earth. And I don't want to go there. I love Switzerland because we have cows, watches, cheese, and Roger Federer. Where should we go? Where should we go, right? But then there was a picture who helped me to open up my heart in the journey of the Holy Spirit. If you're growing up in a charismatic church, the Holy Spirit is no big deal for you. But if you don't growing up in a Catholic church, sometimes the Holy Spirit looks like spooky. You cannot see him. But somebody told me, the Holy Spirit is like wind. You cannot see the wind, right? But you see the results of the wind. When the wind blows and blows, the fog has to leave and the tree are bending and moving and the leaves are going wherever they're going. He said, the Holy Spirit is like a wind. And I love the idea of the wind because I was brought up in Rheintal. This is a place with two mountains. And in the fall, it's very windy. And I know when the wind comes, what are you doing? You are on a bicycle, you stretch out your arms and you do nothing and the wind blows you direct to the working place. Yeah, and you're doing nothing. But the problem is when you're going home and you're going against the wind, God bless you, it's very, very difficult. And for me, this image, the Holy Spirit is like wind. He pushes you forward, makes sense to me actually. And the second picture is by the airport. I travel a lot and you know, you have some luggage, right? And then you walk and you run. But next to you is the flat escalator. If you're going to the flat escalator with your suitcase and you run, you are like Speedy Gonzalez. You are overpassing everyone. And this is for me also a picture. Holy Spirit, I need you. I want to have you because then I'm super smart, super fast, and I need you. And I don't know what is your journey about the Holy Spirit, but I'll tell you something. He is good, He is sovereign, and He's awesome. And without the Holy Spirit, it's life sometimes super, super hard. And if you walk in your anointing, in your calling, it's also in the sweet spot. Things going very smooth, right? We were like in a worship tour for more than 10 days. We slept every night in a different room, different hotel. And some people say, oh, it's very exhausting. I will say, no, this gives me energy. If you do what you're supposed to do, it gives you energy like the Holy Spirit. But if you're doing the things you're not called to do, it takes energy from you, right? That means the Holy Spirit gives you energy like never before. And I want to use you a very simple prop uh, this afternoon and I try to put 
theology and a prop together in a very practical way. Because sometimes in our life, and life is not so predictable, uh, you go into the gym and you will say, I, I, I don't know, the Holy Spirit, I cannot see Him. And the Holy Spirit sometimes, it's so difficult. How can I have a good, solid relationship with the Holy Spirit? It reminds me about the gym. When I go there, for this, I don't need big muscles, right? This is my, my marriage is going good, the church is growing, Switzerland is awesome, the sun is here, my small group is growing, the staff is good, you know, I'm in a very good position. And I will say, why in the world should I cooperate with the Holy Spirit? Because He's somewhere there, and sometimes it's weird, right? But the moment you receive in Jesus Christ, here's the picture. You are sealed with the Holy Spirit, and He's your entrance tickets to heaven. And He will never leave you. He's always with you, even though if I do my things by myself. He will say, oh my God, what's wrong with Pastor Leo? He's doing a lot of things by himself. But here's the point. Life, it's not predictable. Sometimes in our life, things are happening, right? For example, I met a, a guy uh, recently, and he said to me, Pastor Leo, the boss came to me and said, our company is not running well. I have to reduce your salary. I'm so sorry. Either you accept it or you leave the company. But he was in the company for more than 25 years. And he said, Pastor Leo, I have a problem. I bought a brand new house. And the bank asked me, how much is your salary? I told him, but now it's going down. And all of a sudden, life is not predictable. Here's a wait. Or someone told me, uh, he made a mistake recently. He goes to a small group and he said, every time when I go to a small group, I think people talking behind my back very, very negative about me. Have you ever had this feeling that people talking? And there's a lot of weight. And sometimes we sit under pressure we sit under a trial, we sit under sorrows, but we say, Hallelujah, I have the victory. Hallelujah, I can handle by myself. Hallelujah, everyone hears me singing. But check out, where's the Holy Spirit? Why in the world? It's the Holy Spirit set down. I thought we are a team. I, have you not heard a song amazing? But he has sat down. Do you know why the Holy Spirit sometimes sits down? He has no job. He is sealed. He is with you. You are the temple. He dwells and lives in you. But he has no job. Because I do everything by my own strength. To my own power. And that's why Jesus once said, I'm going to read this in John chapter, John chapter 16 verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. Isn't that funny? Jesus always, always tells the truth. But when he's saying, and now I tell you the truth, that means fasting and seatbelts. It is to your advantage 
that I go away for you, you not go away. The helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When Jesus was saying that, Peter was saying, no, no, Jesus, you're not going anywhere. We have a stay culture. You stay here. We need you. We love you. We are a body. We are friends. We are huddled. We are small group. We are like a church. Jesus, you're not leaving. And Peter said to Jesus, devil behind me. He said, this word must be from the devil. And Jesus was saying, Peter, calm down. You're too emotional. And Jesus was telling the truth why he's going. He said, Peter, can you imagine 5,000 people that were hungry? We took two fish and five breads. I multiply. And in the end, that the buffet, all inclusive buffet for 5,000 people. Jesus said, Peter, I know that I, when Lazarus was dead for four days, I said, Lazarus, come forth. He came like a zombie and he was alive again. Peter, I know I remember all the people I healed. Peter, I know the moment when I gave people encouragement. But Peter, you don't understand if I stay, if I stay, I was present. I could only be in one moment, in one place, for one season, for one situation, and for one healing. That means if you're living not in Jerusalem, like in Africa, like in Liberia, oh, I'm so sorry, because I was right now in Jerusalem. I did the miracle. But she said, Peter, if I go, the Holy Spirit, He will be omnipresent. He will be on every single person from the youth to the olds around the world. Can you put this slide? He, he will be all over the world. That means it doesn't matter if you're living in Africa, in America, in Asia, in Switzerland, in Appenzell, wherever you are, the Holy Spirit will fall down on all people and He will be omnipresent around the world. And He said, by the way, You will do bigger miracles than I did. Have you ever read that? You will do bigger miracles than Jesus did? I never fed 5,000 people to, with two fish and two, five bread. I never said to that guy, come forth after four days. I have never seen that in my life. But Jesus is saying, when I fed 5,000 people, it was 5,000 people. When, when the Holy Spirit will come on you and you and you and you and you in Liberia, in Alguna, in Bali, in a microchurch, wherever you are. And if everyone shares things with people, we're feeding millions and millions of people in one second around the world. This could Jesus not do. And that's the difference between Jesus and the Holy Spirit. That's why you're the salt and the light of this earth and the Holy Spirit that thinks in you. The cheese was always in the presence, but the Holy Spirit is omnipresent in your life. Can you give that God a big round of applause? This is deep, deep thing. So, but the problem is, we know the weight. Life is not predictable, but sometimes the problems are the small things, right? You get tired, somebody doesn't reply your email, a friendship is falling apart, or recently, My smartphone, my brand new smartphone, fall down on the ground. Ah, and now it's a split. I don't like it. I don't know why. Why me? Why not you? And then, of course, maybe in your job is not going good. All the small challenge in your life, 
for example, I was with my Harley Davidson, I uh, had a meeting in the Ticino, uh, and I drove back with my Harley Davidson over the mountains, and I looked at the weather forecast and said, no rain, zero rain. But there was in the Lukmanier, was a tunnel, tunnel. And the problem is by the tunnel, it rains all the time. I don't know why, from the mountain. And for 100 meter was, was water on the ground. My Harley Davidson was so clean, so shiny, so <laughs> you could <laughs> The 100 meter in the tunnel, all my bike, all my clothes, I was dirty from top down. I said, Holy Spirit, why me? Why not you? You know what I'm talking about? And then I said, the Holy Spirit is still here, right? Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. I try to overcome the Harley, my smartphone. Ah, oh, but I can do it. Woo! Ah. Oh. Have you seen the Holy Spirit? He hasn't helped me. What's wrong with you? Why do you help me? A lot of Christians say, I don't feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. He's sealed, he's with me, he watches at me, he steals at me, but he does nothing. And I'll tell you why I want to give you a little bit of Bible teaching. The Holy Spirit is my helper. That's my point number one. The Holy Spirit is my helper. In John 14, 16, and 17, the Bible says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to do with you forever, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you, and he will be in you for all the time. When you read this Bible text, here's the word, my helper. And the word helper means... In the original, parakaletos comes from parakaleo. Parakaleo means para, means along the side. Kaleo, to come. That means to call to, he's called to help. Now listen to me. He is a helper. The Holy Spirit is not a feeling, it's not an air, it's not an emotion. Because in this Bible text are there some words and I have on the light these words, him, nor knows him, you know him, him and him and him and him, means it's not an it. The Holy Spirit is a person. And this is very important to understand because a feeling and emotion can do whatever it wants to do, but he is a person. That means I have a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. And here's the point, when I push the weights, he will do nothing unless I ask the Holy Spirit. He's a gentleman. On the line, this word, a gentleman. I say, Holy Spirit, good morning, Holy Spirit. How is life, Holy Spirit? You doing good? Hallelujah. So, before you go out from your home, say, Holy Spirit, good morning. I need you. Because life, it's not predictable. Things happening in your life, 
He said, Holy Spirit, I need you. I don't do things with my own power. I'm not stupid. You are my helper. We are a dream team. Together, come on, we can do it. We can do it. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, you help me? Woo. Easy, come on, let's do it. Yeah, very easy. Come on, all the challenges, all the people, all the money, all the work, everything. Holy Spirit, you can, oh, wow, you can do it. You're strong. Woo, did you see this? And that's the whole picture. Dear friends, if you don't invite the Holy Spirit, He will do nothing. He will sit down because He's a gentleman. You ask Him, I need you. I need you. Help me. And you will help you in an absolutely great and fantastic way. But here's the challenge. You think, oh, the illustration is over. No, 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 no. Sometimes certain people, they're going really to heavy stuff. It can be that you, your family is falling apart. It can be like a big tragedy. And it seems like that God knows the weight you're able to carry. And it was before very heavy. Now it gets even heavier. For me, the last two years was very, very hard to lead a church. I tell you why. The last two years we had Corona. Do you remember? Do you remember all the emails you shooted to me? Do you remember the whole entire church and online? Everyone was a doctor, a virologue, and also a president. Right? And we got so many different approaches. What should we do and how should we do? And I said, God, that's not fair. I learned theology in the Bible school. I learned leadership but I never learned how to manage a church in a corona crisis where everyone is right. <laughs> everyone. And I said, God, I, I don't get it. Why in the world are you doing this to me, to all the churches around the world? And the weight gets very, very heavy. And here is something what the Spirit of God shared me in the corona crisis. Either you see the problem or you see in the problem, there is a potential. In every problem, there is a potential. In every problem, there is a blessing. Blessings are often connected with a challenge. And if you see your wife is not the problem, she is actually a blessing. Your wife, your kids is not the problem. It's actually, I see the potential that God has placed in your kids and your marriage. When you do this, you say, Holy Spirit, Corona hit our church. What should I do? What should I do? Say, Holy Spirit, I need your help. We have 3,000 people in the church and now 10,000 people watching online. And everyone is right about Corona. But I'm a pastor. I have no clue. I, I, Holy Spirit, I, come on, help me. Ha, oh my God, now this gets heavy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, you can overcome. You see this? I don't see the problem. I see the possibilities. I see the blessing in the problem. Can I hear an amen? And here's a word in season for someone right now here. So often you see the problem. This is what the devil does. He shows you the problem. 
It's impossible. I tried this so many, many, many times. Don't see the problem. See the blessing that God has in the problem for you waiting. You know what happens in the last two years? I never saw Corona as a problem. I would say, Corona, you will make us stronger. You will grow because you cannot overcome the church. And in all the years, I loved Jesus Christ more than a church building or a structure. After two years, you know what happens? We had 30 microchurches. We grew to 10,000 of people in person and online, bigger than ever before. You know why? Because the Holy Spirit said, don't look at the problem. See the potential that is around, around the corner. And there's another thing. You cannot lift the weight for your wife. You cannot lift the weight for your kids. So sorry. I would love to lift the weight for my wife because it's easier. You cannot change anyone. But the Holy Spirit is changing you and me all the time. But he has to be involved. And now is the cool thing. When a good coach in the fitness club, sometimes he gives you some advice. Ah, uh -huh. can you repeat it? Ah, uh -huh. okay. Okay? Okay. Okay, 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 okay. The Holy Spirit whispers to you every single moment. Yes, Lord. What has he told you? It's a secret. The Holy Spirit is doing this all the time. I want to ask you two questions. When you sit under pressure, God will never load more on your shoulder that you and the Holy Spirit are able to lift. Some people, it looks like very heavy, but God knows how much you're able to carry. And then you ask the question, why God or why Holy Spirit do I have to go to so many trials and sorrows? What is the lesson What is the learning point? What is the potential what I'm going through right now? Ask this question all the time. And here's the point. When my smartphone falls down on ground. Hoppla. Oi, oi, oi. So sorry, it's only Apple. I hate it. My smartphone is damaged. I love when things are... Perfect. I love quality. I'm a Swiss guy. I love quality. I cannot handle only quality. And ask God, why in the world I have a split on my screen? Why in the world my Harley gets dirty after 100 meters? And some days ago, I missed an appointment with a business guy. He was waiting in a restaurant. He phoned me, where are you? I said, well, boss, where are you? I'm not here. He said, we had an appointment. In the last 10 years, I forgot an appointment once. I'm very, very structured. And I asked, Holy Spirit, why in the world my smartphone is damaged, my Harley gets dirty, <laughs> and I forgot the appointments? Now you're wondering, this is very small problems, Pastor Leo. But that's the problem. Even in the small problems, we have to ask Holy Spirit, why in the world, my smartphone, my Harley, the appointment, why in the world you put this on me? Is there a lesson to learn? I don't see the problem. I want to see the potential that's going through. And I ask the Holy Spirit. 
And three things came to my mind. Point number one, the smartphone is broken because the last two years, the digital church and the online church getting bigger. And I'm not good with smartphone and computer, but I said, I believe from now on the church will look different with the online, the hybrid church. And this is me, an attack from the devil direct to the digital world, which I stood up the last couple of months. My Harley, do you know why I need the Harley? A lot of pastors the last couple of months, they have fallen, big names. And they lost the balance between God staying humble and fruitful. And a Harley, when I go with my Harley Davis over the Swiss mountains, it's like my soul can breathe. I need it. It's like counseling, like therapy. I can talk on the bike and nobody talks with me. Nobody shoots an email because me and God and the mountains are there. It's counseling. And I hate if my bike is dirty. And I felt I'm doing something good for my soul, but the devil was in the tunnel. It makes my Harley door dirty. It makes me crazy. An appointment which I forgot, maybe if you're coming from another nation, say that's normal. But not for me. i tell you why. The last two years, old invention took place in our church, came from business people. They asked me for a meeting. I sat there, we, we ate something, and they gave me new ideas for the church for the next decade, actually. And that's why I felt so sorry I missed that appointment. It was three attacks in once. And people always ask me, do you really ask the Holy Spirit for every single detail? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Even though, should I buy these sneakers, yes or no? Because if I'm buying one sneakers too much, I cannot spend money anymore to people in need. That's the point. I believe in generosity, but generous, you only can be generous if you buy less and spend more, right? <laughs> if you spend everything for me, I am generous because I have nothing and I give nothing. That's why I invest the Holy Spirit in every single detail. And I want to close. God knows the weight you're able to lift and asks Holy Spirit, why in the world have I go through those things? And is there something I have to learn? And you want to talk to me? Because you are my helper in every, every single details in my life. I want to ask you to stand here in Zurich, also Liberia, all the churches around the world. Can you stand for a moment? And I would love to sit down and you can just pray with me. I want to lead you in a prayer. And maybe you're going right now to some trials. Maybe you're facing some sorrows right now. And you ask the question, Holy Spirit, where are you? When I need you the most. Thank you, Father God, that you know the weight you put on my shoulder. You know how much I can handle with the Holy Spirit. I know being Christian doesn't mean life is easy, but I know I get stronger. You promised I get stronger from glory to glory, from level to level, 
from anointing to anointing. But there is there anything right now, Holy Spirit, you want to teach me? Is there anything you want to say from heaven to me which is important right now for me? There's always a word from God in a season. And I'm like a sheep. I have ears to hear. And I will hear the Holy Spirit speaking to me. My heart is open. Teach me, coach me, lead me, guide me. Push me forward. Thanks for being the biggest help in my life. When I'm weak, you are strong in me. You can open doors where no one is able to open it. But you can also close some doors. Connect me with the right people. People who will bless me. People who I can be a blessing to. Protect me from those people that are evil. Can we be quiet for a moment and just let the Holy Spirit talk to you right now? It can be an idea or it reminds you about a dream or a calling that took place many years. A prophetic word who has been spoken over your life. But what I love about the Holy Spirit, I never walk alone. I'm never under pressure, under trials alone, never ever. He is my helper. Who can be against me? Holy Spirit, fall down right now with a fresh new wind. problems see the potential in the problem the potential is always in the problem but see it believe it being a Christian doesn't mean life is easier we get stronger we get stronger from day to day from glory to glory this is the promise of God Almighty it looks like it's impossible, but he is a helper. Hey, thanks for watching.
Hey, our passion for people is that we see them grow in their relationship with Jesus, live fearlessly and influence their people and the surrounding in a positive way. And if you would like to be part of that vision, we thank you so much for your financial support because that would make it possible. I hope that this message spoke to you really. And if you don't have subscribed to our channel, please do this. And it's always a big blessing. Maybe you know some people in your neighborhood or in your friendship they, that podcast could be a very well cool thing just share the link because it's pretty pretty easy and I'm looking forward to see you again tune in and God bless you and see you soon bye bye